Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Do you live in constant fear of someone spilling coffee all over your computer and losing everything you own? Then you need Backblaze. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Backblaze link on the right-hand side, and never worry about your data ever again. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. You know, it's like I've had this magical ability that I could count on my entire life, and all of a sudden it's just taken from me. I feel like I've you know, been given a blessing. It's it's just been snatched away. I feel I've I imagine you used your gifts. That's why. I imagine this is what you know. Somebody about the level of like a Peyton Manning feels like you know when their shoulder goes out and like. The career's on the decline. They've always had that amazing ability, and now that's what I've had with my snapping fingers, and now it doesn't work anymore. Well, I'm sorry. It's 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 a really sad day, Sarah. For you. For me. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the Internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And I, of course... Did not turn off my phone. The, if I could just capture the look just... that Sarah gives me when that happens, it I don't I think you could put that up in a school somewhere. Like and no one would ever break the rules. It's like my With mom's Sarah's teacher look when teacher I got... mom look. It is the most terrifying look ever. <laughs> this is why I never I, I usually never forget to turn off my phone. And I, I did this time. No, I my apologize, mom has the scary face. Oh no, you're fine. I know that you're a little bit upset because of your snapping fingers. I am. I feel like I should explain this so just is it a multiple little... fingers or just right. the, the main snapper? Just a little history of me. I've always I've I've always had a great ability to snap. It's something I figured out when I was a kid. A strong grip and good snapping fingers. Like, it's, I just have it. And you have strong mountain feet. And I have strong mountain feet, too. Mm-hmm. But somehow, like two months ago, I don't know what I was doing. I was snapping loud for some reason. I, like, snapped to the dog. I, I, I use this ability for all kinds of things. I, like, pulled my middle finger somehow. So now when I snap, it hurts. And it feels like I I can't get the same the same pressure that I normally would be able to get, and like the, the the tones off, the loudness, it's just there's something completely wrong with it, and it's really upsetting me. So is this something that you don't think will be remedied? I don't know. I'd, it may be gone forever, you know. And it's something I and always I, I just think depended on. It's very on. sad that you're 37 years old and like your lifetime achievement is being able to snap. It's good. not. I'm not saying it's a lifetime <laughs> achievement. I'm saying it's something I could depend on. You know, that's something I'd always, I could always fall back on. That and my strong grip. You know, I always had a strong grip. And so, you know, I knew these things about myself, and I see my body failing me right right in front of my we eyes. You're getting older. And it's really, really depressing. Yeah, it's really hard. You know, like when Bo Jackson, when Bo Jackson got his hip injury, it was probably something along those lines, you know, where you just have something, and you know you've always got it. And then Can you snap going. with your other hand? I can, but it's not as well. I'm more of a right-handed snapper. You can't do that. I, wow, I, that's a pathetic snap. That's my left-handed snap. I don't. I didn't. I didn't cultivate that. <laughs> I only cultivated the right-hand snapping, and that's where the problem is. So now I guess I'm going to have to become a left-handed snapper. It's a really big issue. Greg, <laughs> my left-handed snapper. It, it is. It's okay. really affecting my day to day. So I'm sorry if I'm off just a little bit today. It's just throwing you a little off kilter. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm noticing a lot of sympathy in the uh, live chat too for people who are very, very concerned it's being about my suggested abilities. Maybe you can do some physical therapy, some <laughs> snap therapy. I don't know if they had, uh, maybe, maybe something, maybe there's something along those lines. You know, I'll never be able to bebop if I wanted to do that or do. See, it's it's that sounds okay. It's but that's nothing compared to what it used to be. No, you had really yeah. loud snaps. It was really and good. Gone. Yeah, it's gone forever. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry. I'm too. not sorry to hear that. Well, 
It's it's the way it's going to have to be. <laughs> Maybe we should bring on our secret guest now. I think we should. Because he's like, why would I have gotten out of this? Why do I not podcast when we could talk about snaps all the time? <laughs> you know, there are people that say that podcasting is just trivia and mindless bullshit that's unimportant. To those people... I'm how wrong you are, sir. Rick is just sitting here looking at This is at cutting this. edge stuff, Rick. This is what you're missing out on. He was seriously looking at us like, they're, they're talking <laughs> about snapping. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Emerson. Rick Emerson. You're really going after an ultra niche market, I see now with the program. <laughs> see, the geek thing's already been covered, it's, so we're going to go for the snapping With thing. minute physical abilities. That's going to be our, uh, we're going to maximize the potential yield of that audience. <laughs> the problem is I really can't express how sad I was when I woke up and I'm like, it doesn't work. I wish it really doesn't. It had work. been filmed somehow. Like I wish that there had been a recording of that, so we could just, just we could experience it. firsthand the gloom that passed over your visage as you just yeah no yeah. I love that they're ah. all like these are like real actual things that happen in life, and you're sad about your snapping. I, well, you know, you have certain things you depend on, and that Is was that, my thing. Were you banking on that as like a backup career somehow? <laughs> no. Or like... no, I'm not sure. Maybe I, probably at best a party trick. That's probably what it were was. But... It was like... not a party trick. Nobody yeah. cares about to, a snapping. To me, it was. Were you thinking like a Louis Prima cover band was going to be calling you and just <laughs> maybe one day get or, me Greg you know, Nibbler like, like something would come through like an audition would be like we need somebody who snaps really strongly a real strong loud crisp snap and I could have been like bam I can nail that audition and that could have been me this, uh, these are the things I could miss out on wow your dreams your dreams are failing it's, you it's true <laughs> would it make true. you feel better if I if I gave you an almost 100% assurance that that was not going to happen <laughs> at any point like that call wasn't going to it wasn't in the offing but if it had then I would have been there. But now, I don't know. Now it's, it's being asked if you have to uh, drop out of your singing street gang now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well done. That's amazing. How are we ever going to intimidate the sharks? <laughs> That's fantastic. By the way, left-handed snap is the name of my squirrel nut zippers cover band. Ooh, Ooh. left-handed snap or snapper? I think a snapper is something else, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a thing. I mean, well, Is that a euphemism for something? Maybe. Okay. Yes. I thought it was just a fish. Anyway, oh, well, <laughs> we should just move on. To- Let's move forward. I really wasn't trying to be CDR. <laughs> so, Rick, at, you know, the question that we always love to ask you. I can't follow this. Oh. I can't. There's nothing I can do to top this. I, I, well, so, and we, you know, when I came in a few minutes ago, we were, I'm turning into Woody Allen. I came in and we were talking. Blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and you said, what's up? And I was just like, oh, nothing. But, you know, and well, I had totally forgotten about. Until Greg's snapping uh, anecdote. <laughs> and by the way, so like, is it a thing you do every morning when you wake up? Like you check, you it's, know, like well, you it's, just... It's something I, I realize do I do it like all the time. I do it for like general, like even uh, like like for the dog. Like if the dog's going to come, I snap for that. Or if I, I, I snap for a lot of things. I snap for... Does, maybe I do it too does much. Does someone sometimes snap for his co-host to, you know, get in the room? <laughs> well, is he that... would not have fingers anymore <laughs> if he was doing that. Because uh-uh. Sarah doesn't seem nearly as upset <laughs> no, about this as you as you do. No, Sarah doesn't no, get it. No, his snapping is very annoying. Like his singing and his snapping are both like two very irritating things that he does a lot uh, do you do it as like a um what's the word like a kinesthetic version of uh when people go uh let's see it's the uh hmm yeah and you do that yes that, it's is, the, that is one of the yes, things i use it yeah. for yes 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 i use totally. it for that i use it for you know keeping the beat there's a good good song going on i'll keep when the beat when jodeci calls you to he does like honestly break out yeah. into song like real. Oh, it's so obnoxious. A lot of Franks and like a lot of "Fly Me to the Moon." Oh yeah, and he'll do like "Fly Me to the Moon" and like start snapping. And I'm so happy that he can't do that anymore. I feel like suddenly I'm now the therapist, and we're in a couple. You're the normal it's something. Room. Yeah, something's going on. And then he's always just breaking out into Tony Bennett songs, <laughs> snapping in the car for no reason. <laughs> 
All right. Well, so it's not like a thing. Like, you don't have a checklist every morning. I'm like, sit label to stand. Check. No, that's what I mean. It's one of these things that, you know, you just depend on. I just know it was all. I knew it was always there. And then one day. And then one day it's gone. Are you even, like, working on the left-handed? I've got it. I have to now. I've been living in denial really until today. Like, I've been trying to, like, hold off. I'm like, it's going to get better. It's going to heal. It's going to heal. Did I hear you compare your snapping ability to, like, Penny Hardaway or somebody like like, like a Peyton Manning, maybe yeah. a Penny Hardaway. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, you know somebody. Was that a sport reference? I was. Hey, look it at is. That scene. That's, a, that's a late nineties. I don't even Boom. know who that sports is. Sports reference. Feel that. There you go. Wow. Penny Hardaway. Rick Emerson can have layers. That's before you knew about basketball, Sarah. That's how far back that before is. Before I was paid to care about basketball. Before you were paid to yes. care about basketball. Yeah. <laughs> about ten years time. before you were paid to care. <laughs> I well, so I had, but I had this though. I went to um um Jesus. I it's funny now now that. You mentioned the snapping thing. It's like it's triggered. It's it's like when something triggers a whole flood of childhood clergy molestation memories, <laughs> <laughs> I, or so I'm told. Uh, I would imagine that's you've, the case. You've seen it on, on the I internet. I think, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> but it's it, the, you know, you guys, you know, because because we haven't seen each other since. I guess I, I was in briefly last week, but probably I haven't really been here since before Christmas. Yeah, it was right? before yeah. Christmas. I mm-hmm. think. Like, yeah. So it's like, but I. It, it, you're talking about you know getting getting older because that's really what these are all thinly veiled ways of talking about yeah. you know, the the advancing decline of your body and <sighs> you know, whatever. And by your body, I mean my body because I had this, and it was right and it was like right at the end of the year. It was right around it was a, the the week before Christmas that this all started, where I managed to injure not one, not two, but three different sections of my body in rapid succession, or to notice you know I had to get them dealt with. The first was I don't know if you can see it, but there's on my. What are these teeth in front? Your buck teeth? They're like incisors. Your, your, your front teeth, right? Yeah, because I think your incisors are, are the pointy, the ch- like the vampire. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah the two that's right the in front of your incisors, I think. Okay. Yeah. So you can't really see it here, but I managed to. I managed. I managed to. Uh, I managed to take a big chip out of my. Uh, oh, oh no! And you take such good care of your teeth That's too. The thing, Rick I'm is like <laughs> nuts about dental hygiene. He is totally nutty about it. And, uh, and so and so I managed to chip one. And of course, all these things happen right before Christmas when you can't get anything done. Oh yeah, right. You're screwed. And so it was. I think two days before Christmas. So it would have been December 23rd, where I was. And these all these things all tie together because I've been. I mean, I've had glasses since I was you know five, I think, mm-hmm. and I'm basically blind without them at this point. But I thought that I would, you know, you know how it is if you have glasses. Like occasionally you get to where you like you kind of know the layout of your house. You can probably get up, to, you know, to use the bathroom in the middle of the night without putting your glasses on. You know where the light switch. Yeah, is. Yeah, you can probably find the microwave in the morning without having to go find your spectacles. And so what am I doing? I'm making. It's like you know, it's December 23rd. I'm making a, a bowl. It was. I mean, it was just like a bowl of Kraft macaroni. And so I make a bowl of Kraft macaroni. I put it into a bowl. But I just got these these new bowls that are somewhat larger and more tapered at the top than the ones I used to have where they're sort of flared out at the top. So I – this is talking about a thing you wish you had film of. So I make a bowl of Kraft macaroni. I bring the bowl of Kraft macaroni up to my mouth to blow on it. <laughs> and in, you know how normally it's like when you pull your car into the garage, you get to the back wall and you stop? That's normally what you do with a bowl when you bring it up to your face, right? You get the bowl close to your face, you stop and you go – that's if you're A, not blind, and B, haven't recently purchased new bowls that are flared out at the top. What you do then is you just go wham, and you oh, just bring the bowl no. directly. I mean, they talk about just the stupidest injury imaginable. Literally blowing on a bowl of macaroni, I managed to snap off part of one of my oh, teeth. Oh, my God. 
and it's that, and it was that like hard resonant snap that echoes all the way through your skull. Oh, you, yeah, you immediately like I have broken something. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> this and is you bad. can taste your teeth. I've chipped my teeth, you and you can taste them. Uh-huh. They're like powdery, and they yep. have this weird taste. I've and you're done like, the same thing. I haven't. That tastes like I shouldn't be tasting that. Was that was creepy. <laughs> that was like a sort of I can taste your teeth, Clarice. <laughs> it is, but I, I remember the taste of my teeth. Mm-hmm. It tasted it's so like wrong. A powdery, bad. powdery, but it's almost like acidic. It's yeah. like yeah, and so weird. So yeah, so I go to blow on the macaroni. I'm like, okay, I'll just blow on this to cool it off and wham and I just and I mean it was like oh god no no and I put the and I just walked and I set the bowl down real carefully like it matters at that point I just set it real carefully in the counter and I walked to the bathroom and I stood in front of the mirror like candy man and I'm just like okay how bad let's just let's just cross our fingers here and hope for the best and I opened and it was like just a big divot right out of the front of one of my teeth and you know, and, and again, it's just like nothing I can do at that point because it's, you know, everything. You know, I, I mean, I call my dentist and you know, we are closed until December 26th. And so there's, you know, and, and so now I've got this big uh, razor sharp chip out of the front of my teeth, which A, means that then every time I try to speak, I just cut myself, you know. Like oh, with, you know, God. where the mailman comes by and hey, can you sign for this? Yes, like ah, you know. <laughs> oh. Are you just whistling through it too? Like, well, <laughs> and then I have this picture in my head. Of some sort of, uh, you know, like some, something where it's like there's, it's like a cracked ice cube where there's just like cracks running up through it. I'm thinking oh, it's the, just gonna. The next time I sneeze, <gasps> my jaws are gonna disintegrate. Right? Yeah, it's all gonna, it's all spiraling up. When there. I chipped, I chipped it's my like front It's like a windshield. It's just gonna come down. No, wait, really quick. I do have to ask a question. Why were you lif- lifting the entire bowl up to cool that off, and not just a spoonful? Well, you gotta cool off when the you, bowl, at the but same you can time. cool a spoonful a lot faster. No, well, that's just a wait. That's a time waster. You could blow on the entire bowl, yeah, Greg. Okay, I, I was just and he doesn't I, eat macaroni and cheese, it. so I don't feel like you should have an opinion on this. I ate one today. I did eat one today. We had one in the studio. Some <laughs> that somebody dropped off a nacho cheese mac and cheese. It was uh, how was that? Yeah, good. Um, you I know, mean, at first, way. no. But then after I got into it, <laughs> after, when, I, when I got used to it, I, it, it developed a little bit of a flavor. Sort of yeah, like it alcohol. Good. Yeah. It yeah, right. was terrible, yeah. but now I can't like stop drinking yeah. it. I don't know why. So, yeah. So then I was just afraid that it was going to be, yeah, like a Wisconsin uh, you know, uh, river you know, oh. it, during winter where it was like one crack was going to lead to it, I had the that entire same thing. same fear when I chipped my tooth because you are afraid it's just going to start crumbling out of your head. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like there's nothing I can do because it's like two or three days before I can get in to, you know, to have anybody look at it. And so – I so what do I end up doing? I just end up wearing that goddamn mouth guard. Yes, to hold to, your tooth in place. That I have to just so basically it, it's like I'm just you know it's like I'm playing for the Oilers where I've just you know I've got this mouth guard in all day, every day, because I'm just because I live in fear of just bumping my head ever so slightly on something, and again then just my bicuspids turn to powder. That a hundred percent makes sense to me. So that is the most logical yeah. thing I think that you could have done in that scenario. Yeah, and so it's just you know it was like three days of me going and just walking around with this dork guard in my head. So um, anyway, so the good news is that I because um, you don't have it now, right? I'm looking at your teeth. No, no okay, no, I was gonna say no. Well, the- fortunately, I went in. I mean, it really was. It ended up being the best version of a bad scenario because I went in. I guess it was the day after Christmas, and I and you know and I sat down in the chair. And fortunate to his credit, the dentist came in. He's like, they didn't try to upsell me in anything. He didn't try to give me a whole – the only unnerving moment was they took an X-ray of that one tooth and then she went to get the dentist. And meanwhile, the X-ray is in like a – on a huge HD screen in front of me filling my whole field of vision. And I'm just oh. staring at it. And I don't know how and to read an X-ray. you can see the weak right. spots, yeah. but you're like yeah. – Yeah, so like everything I look holes. at looks like a disaster. Everything <laughs> I see is like, oh, there's a shadow on C12. <laughs> you know, everything looks like doom. But he came in and he's like, oh, no problem. And he grabbed the thing, just like a little – 
polisher because uh-huh. it hadn't it hadn't gone to the nerve or to the you mm-hmm. know it was just the tip and literally it was like three minutes he went you're done and he didn't even he just it. like evened so, it out and- yeah he just evened it out and it's um because this tooth fortunately was actually a little bit um longer than the other one like wow. it would come out a little bit more when uh-huh. i was a kid Here, and smile so, at me so it's oh interesting I mean, you can barely you know so it's you know so that's my, good my thriving career being of being cut out of television shows can now <laughs> continue intact <laughs> So that was so, but it was all because my vision had gone so wonky that I was not able to see. That were you I was, not wearing your glasses when no, you were pulling I, the bowl? Because because who could injure himself blowing on a <laughs> on a bowl full of macaroni? You'd have Clearly. to be clinically retarded to do that. <laughs> and so, so that was all because my vision had gone weird. And so that then started me thinking about my vision, and I noticed that things had gotten a little blurry and a little whatever. And so then, anyway, I won't belabor the point. But then, so like two days after that, I end up going uh, to get my vision looked at, and I just. Got my prescription updated in May of last year. So that's what, like seven months ago? Yeah. And so I get like glasses every two years or something in insurance. So like so like May of last year, I get them. And so I sit down and the guy like looks through the thing and he's like, having you look at the highway? And he's doing one or two, one or two, and doing the whole thing. Which, by the way, the one or two thing is like bullshit. Because, like, it I just, totally is. Whenever I've done it, it's like because your eye refocuses. I'm like, now that one looks okay. And also, hey, you're the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Why are you asking me which – if I knew better, I would just be about grinding the lens in the parking lot. Like what? <laughs> Plus I feel like then it's on me if I somehow get the wrong prescription. Right. Like, well, you said number two was better. Live with it. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. So uh, – Anyway, so I just got my prescription updated, but I, but you know, he looks at the thing and he goes, and "This is my doctor has this thing where he wants to start every assessment with with a terrible phrase. Sometimes it's like, well, you're not getting any younger, uh, and it's like the doctor, what's it, Doctor Spaceman from uh, Thirty Rock? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, for a man your age. Oh God! And so this one, he's like looking through the little viewfinder at my lens, and he's like, you know, zooming in, and he goes, uh huh. That's oh. it. <laughs> oh no! Like, what? Uh-huh. Oh no! No no! You know that's like I. Uh, so um, anyway, so you know he, he his assessment this time started with, well, there's nothing we can really do about this, but, and so basically what it is is that I am within like a year of needing bifocals. Oh, oh wow! He said you don't have to get them quite yet, but <laughs> but clearly like the next time I go in, and so my glass. Here's how bad. My vision, and then I'll wrap up Rick's cavalcade of health woes. But here's how bad but you my still vision. You get to number three. Well, it's yeah. it's just it. So it, I, here's how bad my vision had gotten since just May. Because again, they pay for my lenses like every you know like two years or whatever. And so he's like, "Well, your prescription has really uh, significantly changed. So you know you're really going to have to get this taken care of." And he's like, oh, and it's just like what started the slippery slope? Yeah, well, that's my. Why is it the, uh, that's six my months? thing? Because you know my vision has gone. I mean, I've been going blind my whole life, but at a very slow, predictable rate. Right. But now suddenly it's like, it's you know. It's just, you've gone off the cliff. The basically. angle of that boulder roll has increased slightly. Oh. Uh, and, yeah, so he so he says, uh, he says, well, you're probably not going to have to get bifocals just yet, but you will need to get these. Per- these prescriptions are no longer where you have to get these taken care of. So he hands me the slip and I go out there. And I'm already in the waiting room just thinking, like, God, like, I don't want to pay, like, $400 or whatever it, yeah, the yeah. hell it's going to cost me. Right, yeah. You know, I'm already, like, looking online, like, can I get these from China somehow or, like, whatever, you know. And so I go over and the woman says, okay, so um, if you just want to, uh, you know, uh, leave me your content information and we'll follow up. And I said, okay, before we do anything else. Like, how much is this going to cost? Because, like, I just got these. And she's like, okay, yeah, you just got these in May, so we're not going to be able to – let's see. The total cost is going to be – and she goes, oh, 
Oh, oh you know, no. You know, we're just going to cover these all together for you. We're just going to pay pay for these. Oh, we'll, wow. we'll do your sunglasses, too. How about that? We'll just do it for free. How about, you know, don't worry about paying us. Which, oh. like, which is, um, that's like good news, bad news, right? I'm like, yeah. okay, I don't have to pay. Wait, why don't I have to pay? <laughs> What's wrong with me? That's like when the doctor says, well, like, if you can pay in the next week or so, go ahead. But if it's going to take you a month, like, don't worry. Like, you're not, you're not going to be paying anybody anything in a month. So... So uh, they apparently there's like some weird. It's like when the it's like when the flight gives you like a like a bereavement airline ticket, you know, yeah. where it's like you know my uncle died, so you get half off. Yeah, like they clearly were like, okay, you're gonna have to. Oh, I yeah. guess you don't have to pay. You oh. fall into the red zone here. So. You're gonna have a lot to deal with anyway. Yeah, Let's anyway. not worry about. Yeah, this I always one. think of you when you were talking about getting gray hair because I found gray eyebrow hair the other day, and I remember you talking about oh, yeah. how like it's your insides have given up. Like, oh, we've stopped making color for you. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that's like you're supposed to be dead by now. Yeah, right, exactly. It's like, all right, well, that you're the inside of your body is already starting to give up. I, you decided to not make pigment anymore. It is, yeah. It's like your, it's like your, your body only packed enough luggage for about forty years. God, because like, hey, you're and that's gonna, all I think every time I see like a yeah. gray hair. I'm like, God damn it, Rick. That's all I can think. I'm like, I'm dying from the inside. Uh, it's <laughs> you're, you don't do the thing that uh, someone I know um, does, which is to say, no, that's an albino hair. It's mm. uh, it's a strange. It's blonde. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the, the, like the person who hairs. said that he has platinum well, hairs see, in his beard. Some platinum. It's some You're light You're unnaturally shading. a blonde, though, right? So you could almost get am, away with that. And I don't – let me tell you this. I don't have gray hair. Like I don't – like on top uh, of my head, I don't – no, I mean you could see my roots, Oh, yeah, no. It's, but, but it's I just get, eyebrows. I get gray eyebrows. I get gray beard hair. That's it. Like oh. here, like my beard and my, like my, my mustache area, that's, I get gray hair there, but not on my head. <laughs> see, yeah, I, I get it in my – You have it on the sides too, Greg. What do you mean? You have your platinum – Where? On the sides of your head. I have it on the side up here? Yeah, like your wig. I, choose get, to I, would, that. I have noticed that, and you don't notice because I choose to ignore. I choose to see what I want to see. Yeah, see, you don't have any. Rick no, is, I yeah. get a little like starting at like my sideburns down. Mm-hmm. I will get some, but up here on the top of my head, I don't. Fortunately, I mean, yeah. it's just that's, and I think it's like a, that's a family thing. Like because my mom is seventy eight and doesn't have any gray hair, so oh. I think that's that's from her. My so. mom is like complete. My mom and dad are both like completely silver haired. I'm waiting yeah, for a so transition at some yeah. point. See, yeah. you, all right, let me ask you this. What about, I need to ask you guys something about hair. So. Never mind. No, okay, no, 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 I'm not. Okay, okay. What? Okay, what? Okay. Yeah. All right. If your hair turns gray, does it like turn the entire strand of it gray immediately, or does it just start growing out gray? What? Is that what? a really stupid? Do you mean that, do, like like a like an old movie where you're frightened by a ghost and your hair turns white instantly? Do you, or? Do you mean just yes. the hair that is already outside your head that is not dyed? The, no, that will not turn gray. I don't believe. Are you sure? I, I don't I'm think that's sure. how it works. <laughs> I was just wondering because if it starts to turn gray, like does it do it? Does it fade? Well, that, no, because I think the pigment is in the follicle of your hair, and okay. I think it's like – you know what it is? I think it's like how the last thing they do before the car leaves the factory is paint it. I think it's like as your hair is leaving the follicle, I think the pigment is, is is you know, whatever, imprinted into it. But I'm just kind of making that up. Okay. No, I think no, so. that sounds Because totally your hair is dead once it's – it's not like it's a living right. – Yeah, as soon as that it's out true. of your head, it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the – well, but then again – Is that might, a true thing where people get, get frightened their hair turns white? I don't know. I think I think I read somewhere actually. I oh, I'm trying to remember. I think I read somewhere actually that 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 that, that it almost never happens, but that there they that it, it's that there is reputable there's there is reputable reason to believe that it has happened at some point. You're just like the like blind what kind of a blind scare really would you know, have to though. have? 
But then again, maybe not. White. Maybe I just make it. And I think it stuck with me because I thought, well, that's bullshit. You know, that never happens. And then it's like I heard somebody say, no, no, you know, I, I, it's like I read something. Saying, yeah. No, no, no. It seems insane, but it really does. But maybe not. Well, so. that's like I, spontaneous combustion. I like, do have to ask. Happens. Like, I wasn't trying to be cute. I really. I've always wondered that thing about gray hair. So I'm glad know. we got to the bottom of it. Well, because you never see anybody <laughs> unless they die. Well, you just go to sleep and you wake up and it's like, oh, well, there it is. It happened. Well, you woke up and couldn't snap. So yeah, I mean, oh, it's, yeah. see, good, it's a good point. point. Oh, see, and I just, I didn't, snap. I accidentally yeah. snapped. Yeah. And that's and, something I'm going to be missing out on. you can't do that. You cannot do that. Well, no, it's, <laughs> but, uh, it's, I totally think about, um, uh, I, I mean, it, you know, it, I mean, l- let's just, be glad that like you don't your livelihood doesn't actually depend on snapping because now Not you know now, like <laughs> I mean it can't never again he's just a broken human <laughs> I do like the idea that that was always like in the in your quiver as like a backup sort of possibility well that look we're so always there we're gonna be okay I can always snap <laughs> I can it's, always go back to my snapping <laughs> it's sort of like when you think well, I can I can always just do porn I mean but then someday you don't know don't they need no like one. a studio snapper oh, yeah. for like you know how bands have studio, studio musicians do they have studio what, like snappers? the skanking guy from mighty mighty boss tones except for he's like snapping no well maybe but it's like exactly studio like musicians that. like, <laughs> like somebody's gotta do that like a fluff not a fluffer but like a stand-in snap yeah. like a stunt snap i mean they probably have somebody that does the clapping i think they all do their own clapping i don't, I don't know though stunt clapper stunt do you snapper, think mariah carey does stunt her own snapper. clapping it's the name of my bloodhound game <laughs> cover uh, you know, okay, here's the thing. I was thinking about this just the other day because I was thinking I was watching an interview with Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin who's, mm. you know, and he's like 70, I think, 70-something. Yeah. And, um, and he made, you know, and he's sort of like, you know, uh, they were asking him about, a, you know, are you ever going to do a reunion? Because Robert Plant, like, doesn't want to do it or whatever. And, and Jimmy Page is like, at this point, the only way, you know, we'll do a reunion is to, like, you bring my urn out on stage and put it next to him. You know, he's like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, good for you, Jimmy Page. But he, but I started thinking about, you know, like if you have like a physical – well, like if you're an athlete, that's the best example where mm-hmm. like, you know, there, there's that thing where it's like athletes – I don't know. you get, It's like age 33 or something. Your muscles stop getting stronger for the most part, you know, yeah. naturally getting stronger. And, you know, that must suck a lot. I mean you understand why celebrities also, you know, people who like make their living on their looks, why they just get so insane. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you look in the mirror and you see like crow's feet and you're like, oh, God. You know, and it's like your whole – if your whole life is like an inverted pyramid resting on this one physical thing that you really don't have much control over. Yeah. You must just get completely mental. And so I was thinking – do you guys know who Andrew Bird is? I don't think I do. Name he's, sounds familiar, but I'm not. He was actually well. Speaking of the squirrel and the zippers, he was actually in that band. But he's okay. um, he's he's this um, you know alt musician, I guess, alt rock or whatever. I don't even know what we call him. But his he does these really beautiful, really like you know kind of baroque pop compositions. But his whole thing is he's this sounds ridiculous to say, but he's like a world class whistler. I mean, it's like his uh, he he's one of those guys where like you can't make a career whistling it. Oh, I guess you can. Like, no. it's like it's that is one of the. I wow. mean, he's a brilliant like multi instrumentalist or whatever. But his a lot of his songs feature this really beautiful, like really bell perfect, you know, pitch perfect uh, whistling. Huh. It's it's a really just a big part of his song. Anyway, it doesn't. But but I think about that guy. I'm like, does he worry about like like if he has some sort of lip injury or if oh. he has some sort of like if that's the thing that really sets your music apart? You can whistle, right? Like that's the thing where like you bump your teeth on the wrong thing and you are you know can you're you get homeless. insured or see this is why you and I are both riddled with anxiety because I think of that right. Shit. All the time. Totally. Which is like the one thing that could happen. Like, oh, yeah. I could just take it away. I right. mean, like Greg snapping. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's, you know. Just uh, th- gone like that. I can't even snap to prove that point. Well, and plus, whistling is that, that is like truly an art form. Whereas snapping, let's be honest. Oh, you got to 
Well, and plus, whistling is one of those things that, like, it's like if you somehow like loot, like, if you ever tried to explain to somebody who can't whistle how to do it, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you can't really. That's it's one of those things that it's kind of crazy that we can do it at all. Yeah, can you, you just have to learn how to do it. Yeah, I mean, I learned how to do it, but I don't know how. I have friend. Um, I won't say her name because she actually gets embarrassed about it. But my friend can't whistle. Really? And so I was trying to teach her for for a long time. She was just like, "Stop it, Sarah! I'm not going to yeah. learn how to do it." Because she's just like, like. There's no way to teach it. You're yeah. Right. So I just – so that's – I mean it's not like I need – this is why I don't do drugs by the way because I would just sit at home. Yeah. I mean I'm neurotic enough as it is. But I would totally – like I have this thing where sometimes I just sit there and this is usually when I'm trying to go to sleep in bed. It's like, it's like 3 a.m. and I'm laying in bed and I can't sleep. And I get gripped by this whole thing of like – like there's nothing above us just holding us from – you know, f- stopping us from falling off into space. <laughs> I yeah. think about like, that too. That there ah. is that really there's just a during the day you forget about it, but you, at night you see there's like a, just a big black void out there. Like there's that's, no uh-huh. promise from the universe that it's going to keep you stuck to the ground. Yeah, like if you know if somehow the poles reverse, like we're yeah. all just going to suddenly we're all just going to fall off like a dog shaking off a case of fleas, you know. And I think about that at like two a.m. and it literally it keeps me awake sometimes. The idea that I'm just going to fall off the earth into the void of you space. know what you should never think float about. On up. No, I think sometimes about like uh, when I start to think too much about my breathing. Do you like ever the, well the fact that like you like then I think about breathing I'm like what if I accidentally stop breathing what if I forget like that I don't remember because oh, yeah. when I start thinking about it mm-hmm. that's my late at night thing I'll lay there and be like I'll start to think of my breath I'm like all right then I'll think of my heartbeat and then it just totally makes me go crazy especially and because I, you don't have any control over there's like, no your control over it and then you know? all of a sudden I think I'm making it irregular because I'm thinking about it and then I can't sleep because I'm afraid I'm going to stop breathing yeah oh it's exhausting no your heartbeat is sort of like your heartbeat is sort of Greg like, just, the, like uh, Greg isn't as crazy as us he just kind of looked and he's like. No, I can see that. I could go down that road easily. I, I put a stop on it for you myself. You got it. You have, I have to, to stop, stop the road. You have to. Yeah. I think, have to. I think that's the, the human mind is designed just to sort of be in denial about a lot of things because mm-hmm. otherwise you would not, like, you would just be paralyzed with fear. Like, I think crazy people who are like agoraphobics who don't want to leave the house and just whatever, I think in some way, like, they're less crazy than the rest of us because mm. the rest <gasps> of us are able to function because we have a healthy level of denial. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you didn't have a healthy level of denial, you'd be like, fuck that. I'm not leaving the house. There's no, every, shit out there that's going to kill me. Everything like, wants you know. to kill you. Yeah. Everything. Everything. <clears throat> yeah. I remember after I had my first panic attack and driving on the highway for the first time, that oh, was – It was Ugh. awful. But I had to – it's like either I have to stay in Portland for the rest of my life and never travel anywhere or I've got to get my shit together and learn how to get over the right. fact that I have a fear of doing this now. Yeah. It's like – it's just like you've just got to do it. That's, you have to do it. That's the – yeah. That's where you really just have to – the rubber has to meet the road because it's like otherwise yeah. – Exactly. I'm like I'm not going to turn around and just go home and not visit my parents i'm like this is the way i get this is the way i'm supposed to get there good for you though, thanks it was terrifying it no, took a while. I, but I'm, I'm glad that you did that because that's really the only way that but, is the only way like i'm like i could turn around and go home and be safe or i could just do this thing that scares me and just get it over uh, with. when i was uh when i was a kid i uh uh i read um g gordon liddy's autobiography because i was clearly like some freakish misfit or whatever <laughs> and i was like 12 and so I'm like, you know, anyways, I'm reading G. Gordon Liddy's uh, autobiography, and he's a nutcase. I mean, he's brilliant, but he's, he's full-on crazy. And, um, but he, when he was a kid, he was afraid of everything. He was afraid of thunder and water and, you know, and, and you know, there were like rats in his neighborhood, and he was terrified of rats. And he was just all of these fears he had. And so his whole thing – so he, in turn, had read this book by Frederick Nietzsche about, you know – about creating oneself and facing one's fears. And so he had this – he just made this list of everything that frightened him. And then he went – like, so he was afraid of the water. So he just went down to the docks and just jumped in. Wow. Nice. Um, he was afraid of lightning. So the next time a lightning storm was, you know, over the horizon, he went and literally, like, tied himself to – he climbed up into a tree and tied himself into the tree. 
and he was just like, I'm either going to die from a lightning strike or I'm going to live through it. He's like, one way or the other. And that's, you know, and so it's, I think at a certain point. I like point, that. Like, he's I an extreme too. case, but it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you got to just. But uh, there's a great book called, um, it's called You Are Not So Smart uh, by a guy named David McRaney. Uh, you Are Not So Smart. And it's a whole thing about the ways that your brain basically deceives you mm-hmm. how your own brain gives you all kinds of false information mm-hmm. all the time about your memories about your surroundings about the way things work oh yeah and yeah. most of it is out of a sense of self-protection of like you know you have to tell your you know your brain has to tell you these lies to keep you sane and going throughout the day otherwise oh, yeah. you would just fall right. apart oh totally so yeah that was kind of like when i went skydiving because that was because I, I have a fear of heights like i oh. uh, i Tall buildings, like any of those things oh, yeah. where you go to the observation deck, I'm fine if I'm back away. I cannot get near the edge, though. Yeah. If I get near oh. the edge and look down, no. Nope. No, this is giving me – Nope. No, because that's your brain going like, no, yeah. no, that'll kill us. Nope. That's... I can't do that. But that's what it was with, with skydiving. Like I went there because I was strapped on to somebody, so I didn't do it by myself or anything like that. But you get there and you have to throw your legs over the. They open the door. Well, that of the goes plane. against uh, everything you've ever learned. And that's what ever. I mean. Yeah, yes. you, you. I start. They, they make you lean out and look uh, before you do it. That's mean. Yeah, you have to lean out, look, lean back, and then they just bloop shove you out. That is like the definition of non-intuitive. Yeah, it was. I mean, everything in me was like, nope, that's not what we're doing. That's uh-huh. not what we're doing. Uh-huh. And I even started kind of like pushing back and it's just too late. They they push you out the plane. <laughs> so you have to get used to it. God damn, today was not the day to forget to take my anti-anxiety medication. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, I realized it when I was leaving the house and I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. Oh, you can't ever leave the house without it. I know. I was halfway Rick, uh, to the studio. I'm like, Rutherford is in the chat and just said, thank you for tuning into podcasting on mescaline. That's it's the... <laughs> But I mean, again, that's why I don't take drugs because it's like it's the like there's here's the thing. Like even when I'm just stone cold sober like this, there's a lot of shit in my head that unnerves me and that I don't like to think about. But at least I have some kind of control over keeping that toy box closed. I don't like the idea of, you know, like just taking acid and suddenly, you know, it like I don't like the idea of something like that that I can't turn off for like nine hours. Mm. That's why I've never I mean, everyone do whatever what you whatever you want. That's why I've never done acid, because at that well, every story anyone's told me about, I don't hear about beautiful. I hear about melting walls and yeah. people, you know, jumping off of buildings and yeah, Mm-mm. thinking but, they can fly. Or, or just the like, or even just like, so I had this friend of mine, my friend Todd, um, not Todd the Corpse, yeah. uh, but I had my friend Todd who he told this story about going to see, he was like going to a U2 concert or something. And this is not a scary story, I guess, so much as it is just like an example of why I don't get high. Like he, <clears throat> he was going to a U2 concert with his friend. And they both take an acid, I guess, because you're like, you know, to taste the music or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they're <laughs> – <Yeah>. whatever <laughs> it is those kids music. do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <clears throat> they're uh, – <clears throat> They're walking to the concert um, and they're like getting close to the – and he's with his friend, uh, his friend Rob and he looks over – and he, this is him telling me a story. It's like, I looked over and suddenly Rob had just turned into a big five. <laughs> like a number five? Like the number five. And I said, and I was like, when he goes, yeah, he's turning. And, and, and this is him telling. And he's like, he's like, and I got all pissed. And he's like, I said, Rob, knock that off. You're not a five. Stop that. <laughs> Hell no. And I mean, that's sort of funny and relatively innocuous. But that's the thing where like your brain has clearly come off the rails. There's, no. No yeah. one is minding the store there. And, and like, I yeah, if you're having a conversation, why are you a five? Like, come Except on. Just... With me, it wouldn't be that. It would be like, why are you a gigantic spider oh that's trying to devour me? <laughs> like, that would totally be, you know, so. Oh, that's why I'm always fascinated by people who have been able to do that. Because I'm like, I couldn't handle that. I could not. But there's, I guess, a lot of crazy in our minds anyway. Greg's kind of crazy too, but he pretends not to be. Yeah, uh-huh. he doesn't pretend. No, that's that true. Well. I know no. he doesn't hide it very uh, no. well. No, I hide it from myself. I try to. I try to convince myself I'm not crazy. Everybody else is crazy, and then live kind of in ignorance. I'm really good at selective ignorance. That's kind of my one of my one of my <laughs> abilities too. 
selective ignorance. Yeah, like if I don't want to think about something, I can like construct something so I don't have to like the, encounter that. There that's, is, I mean, there's this. Uh, well, again, for and that, I know what I'm doing, but I'm like, oh, I'm comfortable with that. I can, from, I can accept uh, this. In that book, you are not so smart. There's this. There's this. Uh, uh, this. I forget what the phenomenon is called, but there's this. Uh, there's this. This uh, psychological phenomenon that happens with people in a terrible crisis or an emergency where they literally they they just they sit and do nothing. Um, so there was a, the, the example they gave of there was like a plane that had somehow there was an accident and the plane was on the runway and the plane had caught fire. Oh. Mm. And so it wasn't I mean, it was still I mean, the plane wasn't moving, but it was on the runway and it caught fire. And, you know, X number of the people were like, fuck this. And they got out. Right. But a bunch of the other people just st- and like they found out after the fact they had not even moved to unbuckle their seatbelts. They just sat there because there is this psychological thing that kicks into an extreme degree of like, no, 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 just stand still and whatever it is, because your brain is thinking like it's a leopard. Right. You know, that's like evolutionarily your brain's like, no, 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 just don't move. It'll go away. It's huh. and so that's that's, that's fascinating. terrifying. And your brain doesn't understand the difference sometimes between like a leopard and a burning, you know, building. And so you're just like, no, 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 just stand still. It'll it'll pass. You know. And that's again, it that's crazy. Like here in 2014 or 2015, mm-hmm. but you know, evolutionarily, I guess your brain needed that because a lot of times, I guess, yeah, like that oh, actually worked. It actually worked for your ancestors, yeah. you know, five jillion years ago. And so now you do that. Be but of quiet course, and hide. A lot of your um, evolutionarily uh, imprinted uh, instincts are not really useful in the 21st yeah. century, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, that's like when the bill collector's calling it. Let's, no, he'll go away. Just don't move. <laughs> uh, and just real quickly, just so people aren't uh, saying that I never answered the third thing. The third, oh, no, I was just going to ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the third thing is just that I've got this. I've just got this thing that's developed with 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 my bones. Uh, I've got this this thing with my spine where when I turn my head to the right, my neck just cut, you can't hear it outside. Does it click? I don't think. But when I turn my head to the right, there's just a Ooh. sound inside my head. Oh, sort of like, like every time you do it, like if you had a big sock full of cornflakes and just sort of stepped oh. on it. Um, my knee does that. Oh. My knee creaks yeah, sometimes. See? It makes like this weird like wooden noise, or it goes like. And you are. I'm 34. 25. Oh. Right. I never understand why people yeah. lie about their well, age. I'm like, I know some, but a lot of people are really protective. Well, here's it. the thing though about those noises. Like, what is it that's making know. that why noise? Why is my knee Why creaking? has it never why does done that sound before? Like cornflakes. Exactly. I understand if like you break a bone or something like that, like why that would make something different. But if you're just doing everyday ordinary things, it, why is it making noises now? Well, if you're my doctor, the answer is. And this is something he said. I forget what it is. This is something he said to me a couple years ago when I was just there for a routine physical or whatever. He said, uh, well, you know, you're really out of warranty on most of your major systems. (laughs) He literally said that. Wow. That is really not nice. But I guess there is this widely known thing that once you hit around 40 years of age, like that's the benchmark. Once you hit 40, things stop uh, uh, healing themselves or they don't heal themselves nearly as fast as they continue to break down. Like they can no longer really bail out the, the water, you know, as fast <sighs> as it's coming in. So that's basically what he was saying is that, like you reach a point at around 40 where, you know, things may not get worse, but they're not going to get better. They're not gonna, it's just a constant <laughs> struggle to maintain. So it's that all, point. well, that's, so that's why I freak out about whamming a, a bowl into my face or my eyes going wonky because clearly I'm at the point where like, if, if you know, it's on me to not damage things or make them any worse because they're just not going to fix themselves once they get broken. <laughs> like that's there's not going to be. Yeah, there's not going to be any hold. No, no, no. You'll be back to back as good as new. Like there's no good we as new. We should put a warning on this podcast to say, like, listen to this on a strong day if you're I, not feeling it. <laughs> no, because we're all like anxiety. Let's well, talk about things that scare. But it's totally true. At least true. I'm getting there before all of you. And Scott Daly's getting there before me. So it's true. true. Yeah. Your face, Scott yeah. Daly. <laughs> 
Jesus. Oh <laughs> so it's the all right. So it's the neck, the eyes, and the teeth. Basically, you anything good, from though. the hair down. Well, that's what matters, Sarah. <laughs> See, you say that, then I'm going to get into an oil fire tonight. <laughs> it's the. Uh, here, so here's but but that's the thing, right? Is like you understand why people start to fixate on things like their appearance when they get older. It's not that oh, like yeah. you don't want to look older as such. Like I don't, you know, I don't really care. I mean, I whatever. I look. But my nobody ever wants to be over the hump or like you. You've looked as good as you possibly ever well, will. And, well, but that's and, kind of every day. Like, you're, and also, you don't want to look as bad on the outside as you feel on the inside, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like it's like well, my bones are creaking, my teeth snap off, my vision is gone. I don't want you know. I, I, don't, I hope I don't look that way. So I'm just going to put on an extra layer of foundation <laughs> know, this morning right? before I leave the house. <laughs> That's what you, I paid fifty goddamn American dollars for an eye cream that doesn't even work because I was like so worried about getting like crow's feet. What and is I'm, it like, made from for fifty dollars? It was I don't know. It was really expensive, and nobody. I don't want to. I don't need anybody's advice on what eye cream because as soon as you bring up any kind of oh, like no, thing, everyone's no. just like, oh no, this is the best. Yeah, this is no. the best. I'm, I'm not going to buy another eye cream. Whatever. I'm just going to use lotion or whatever. But yeah, I spent $50 on that just to see if it would do anything. I'm like, why did I just spend $50 on a fucking eye cream? I, did you buy it just because it's expensive, so it must have been good? No, or, I did some research you, online, and it said that it was supposed to work. And you know what? Yeah, it didn't work. Why? Why was it better than... Like, because what it's, made it... it's supposed to be magic. I don't know. Okay. All right. I don't understand the ingredients of eye creams. All I know is that it was very, very fancy. <laughs> and expensive. And that's a cheaper fancy one. Oh, yeah. No, like, people I... People pay really? like $150, $200 for eye creams wow. for like a little pot of it. I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I understand. I mean, look, I'm no one to, to pass judgment. I don't... You know, people do whatever they want to do. But that's that's a thing where it's like you totally understand why, you know, why people do that because it's, you know, it, it you really just, yeah, you... you, you yeah, you don't want to convey to the outside world exactly just how many things have started to malfunction. <laughs> You're breaking even, down. Yes. even in your own head. Yeah. You know, because it's that, you know, it's that whole, like, there's these studies that say, you know, if, if you wear uh, if you wear a suit or if you're dressed in a certain way, you'll act, you know, in a different way. Like, you'll, you know, you'll, like, uh, you know, you will, uh, you know, you'll stand taller and whatever if you have, like, a tie on or a thing mm-hmm. for guys. Right. Or if women are, you know, if you're dressed in a certain way, you'll act more confident and people will respond to you more positively and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the same thing with, like, you know, it's like if I could just get rid of this strange, you know, like, patch of gray hair that's appearing in my, you know, my left <laughs> temple only. I think that's the that's the deal. So it's, um, but that's but that is another reason why I'm glad that I did not ever decide that like acting was going to be like the thing that I made oh, yeah. mm-hmm. my living on because then, I mean, as neurotic as I am now, it's like I wouldn't even be able to you know. So anyway, no, that's a that's a fair point. You see all of them like clamoring for youth. Well, did and, you yeah. watch the Golden Globes? Uh, Speaking of that, I the clamoring watched, for youth. That's what I well, I was going to say something about that though. The getting older thing for the acting stuff because I just did one where I didn't know I was going to be playing a dad. Yeah, and so I showed up and they walk in the door and they're like, "All right, hey Greg, here is your son," and he's like a eleven year old or something. So I'm like, "Holy shit!" Not oh, only yeah. do I have a kid, he's that old, but the but better than that though for me was the other guy who walked in and he's like, "All right," and the the, the director's like, "All right, so this is your son Greg and your grandson." And he's like. Really? I'm playing the grandfather? Oh, <laughs> it's like I'm used to playing the dad roles. I didn't know I was a grandfather now. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, Jesus. At least you weren't the grandpa. <laughs> it wasn't the grandpa. Oh, it's, man. God, it's like there's that, God, there's that line. There's this, Jonathan Colton has this song called Tom Cruise Crazy. Um, and uh, there's this line where he says, um, Tom, you, Tom, Cruise is always, uh, Tom Cruise is always getting older. He knows he'll never be that young again. Every time he looks over his shoulder, he sees uh, a thousand younger leading men. 
and he knows that someday he'll have to play an old retarded grandpa while someone younger plays his sexy son. <laughs> and that's and that's the thing is like we're all on a conveyor belt toward a trash bin, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. and that guy is passing the point marked grandfather. Yep. And it's yep. and you know and that's like it's like goddamn Renee Zellweger who has just turned into some oh, bizarre yeah. like oh, weird. Oh yeah, she looks very odd. But that's another thing I think of like self delusion where you look in the mirror like still got it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like or you know the surgery was a success because you just. I um I was watching uh, uh, the Golden Globes on and you know like a big HD whatever TV. Mm. Which so you is, watched this one this past weekend? Yeah, yeah. And it's you know and the first thing is like not like I, I mean I know that people have imperfections, but like everybody seemed really sweaty. That was the thing where I wished I could <gasps> turn my orange. TV down. Did yeah. you see how orange everybody was? It was like all of them got a free like shitty like spray tan. <laughs> it was so bad. Like they were all sweaty and they were all orange. Like, like they I, all had the same bad spray. Was tan. it just bad lighting? Or? No, I, it's I, I don't know. I, I think it's I mean. I am surprised. Like, I don't know that much about, about you know, t- TV or whatever. Like, I have my own very, very tiny keyhole view of how that industry works or whatever. But I am surprised that actors and their agents and the whatever don't get together to have some secret backroom deal of, like, look, this broadcast is going to be labeled as HD, but not so much. It's going to be like a <laughs> right, regular yeah. standard. Because, like, everybody – like what's his name? Bill Hader, the mm-hmm. guy, came, and he was, and again, you know, whatever. Nobody's perfect looking, but but he was. Everybody was like really blotchy and sweaty and pale, and you could. And the other thing was, you could see, like, you could see the makeup that they had put on to try to counter that effect that wasn't oh. working, mm-hmm. and and it was really distracting and sort of unpleasant to look at. And then at one point, goddamn, they're all I, just spackled. It seemed I felt so bad. Jeffrey Tambor came out to to because he won the Golden Globe for um was that trans, oh, transparent transparent yeah. Um, and he, I don't know if it was, if he'd been, uh, if it was like, I mean, I hope it wasn't like a, some sort of a lesion or something, but, or, but it looked as though he'd been eating like a candy bar right beforehand. Like, Hey, Jeffrey, you want a golden globe? What? Hold on. Oh, did he stuff around his mouth? It looked as though he had a small dab of chocolate on his lower lip. And again, I'm sorry if it's a tumor and I'm the last one to know. Uh, but it's, it's Jeffrey Tambor. It, it looked like it might have been that, or if you know, you, like a you know, you just like a blemish or something, or a pimple or whatever. But it was on his lower lip, and and he came onto the screen, and I was like, oh. And it's that thing, like when someone talks. Have you ever seen somebody talk and they get like the spit that builds up in the oh, front of their mouth? Oh God, I know somebody yeah. who every time mm-hmm. he talks to me, I can't even look at. I'm just like, good to see you. So it's like the white bubbly, like yeah. right. And yeah. but this is like that where he's got this thing, and, and I just and you could tell the camera people must have known it too because they suddenly just started doing this shot where like they were showing him from. Above, behind him, so you just see the back of his head. Like as a he different talks. angle. Really? Oh okay. wow! Seriously, it was like it was like get it off the screen. Get yeah. it off the screen now. I mean, it was like they were shooting from the rafters and about three feet back because huh. they clearly were like, "Hey, he's got something brown on his face. Get rid, uh, get off the screen." Mm-hmm. But um, but that's the you know, and then Jared Leto came out, who you know, he's a, a good-looking man at all. But it's I kept being distracted by the fact that like. I'm not saying that he was high as a paper oh kite. Oh my god! Yeah, he just had these huge like his eyes were just like these, heroin high type of thing, like, or like like pupils the size of dimes wow. that were not moving or dilating at all as he spoke. Yeah, they were huge, and he has like those big doll eyes. Anyway, seriously, he looks like he looks like a cane painting. Like he, he does. came out, and he was. Yeah, he was looking at these huge, glittery, like child of the of the undead eyes that were yes, yeah, simultaneously. It was it was it was like you know it, he had like weird hypno vision going on. He was he was huh. just like unbreakingly staring at the at the teleprompter, which I assume is in front of the camera because he was just staring into your soul. See, that's weird to me because you know you're going to go out on that stage and like you know you're going to be filmed and seen by millions of people. Why do you have to drop? 
whatever it is. Maybe I mean, I guess addiction addiction's addiction, but yeah, it still seems weird. Yeah, I just, I mean, like, hold I, off until at, right after you get off the stage. And I, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not saying that he was uh, under the influence of chemicals, but it certainly he did have. If you've ever uh, known anybody who's done, I don't know, lots of cocaine, let's say, mm-hmm. or whatever, and they just have that weird, wide, fixed look. At <laughs> yeah, that was. Where, I'm not uh-huh. saying that he was on drugs, but if he was on drugs, I would go it more would toward the coke. Look exactly. Okay. I mean, it was just. I forget. Uh, something makes your eyes big, and something makes them small, or whatever. But he just had this really intense, unblinking like something stare. Something was off. That it was. Yeah, it's like whatever he was looking at, it wasn't the camera or the teleprompter. He was seeing some other magical land that, you know, the rest of us were not able to to sort of appreciate. It was, anyway. Well, we were talking about looks with uh, actors and actresses and stuff. I have to say, I think after seeing the Golden Globes and seeing him on stage for the first time in a long time, I believe that George Clooney is now descending the hotness mountain. I think that he's peaked. You think? I I'm the, pretty sure. The looks sure. are fading? I Is think, that what you're saying? I'm not, no, I'm not saying his looks are fading. He's still gorgeous, of course, but I think that But he's he, on the downside. He's on the downward slope. I believe so. He has like kind entering of, Harrison Ford territory type thing? Or? Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit. Like, I think that basically we've seen as hot as he's going to be. And I think, because even when I saw him on stage, he just has, he's more jowly and more old manny. Well, is he, is he getting a divorce? Uh, right? No, he, he just got, got married. married. I thought... He married some um, right, what's attorney a, uh, chick or something. Okay, but and so they're not they're not getting divorced already. Oh, I don't no, know. I don't it think seems so. Like, it was one of those goddamn BuzzFeed things that I refused to click on or read. So it was just like you know, it it made it made. So you it, get the headline and you think maybe it's true. It made it seem <laughs> as though all, but maybe it was like his. Was he married before? He was I don't with, think he's um, ever been married. Uh, Stacy, uh, God, what was her name? She was a former like WWE right, wrestler. Yeah. Well, uh, it made it seem as though all was not well in his marriage, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe that's maybe I was misreading it. But it's uh, he, you know, how old is he now? He's like what fifty something? Uh, I think so. And I mean, 50s, he seems like a genuinely yeah. great person. I'm just saying, like you know, looks wise, the hand of time comes for us all. And I'm just saying, I think that he might have. He's been able to hold on to it for a for a long time. He though. has yeah. been able to hold you know, on to that for like thirty years. I mean, and I think that's the difference between George Clooney and like. Because you know, the thing about George Clooney is he was never really like pretty, mm-hmm. you know. That's the thing with like a Jordan Leto guy, where like the, the you know sometimes the expiration date on that comes fast. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're all talking about attractive men, but let me just tell you who's getting better with age: Rob Lowe. Rob oh, yeah. Lowe oh, yeah. is the most attractive person on the planet. Yeah, no, yeah. he's no. You can tell. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's yeah. got good genes or something going on there, or just you know, or whatever you know, or luck, or just or, or you know, I guess there's something to be said for taking care of yourself and mm-hmm. whatever. But um, yeah, no, he definitely has. The other thing I like about Rob Lowe is that he uh, has done a couple roles recently where he made himself look really bizarre and mm-hmm. freakish. Did you guys um, the, all the the commercials, the Liberace movie, the Liberace movie? He is fascinating in that to look Looks at, like a oh. lizard. Yeah, it's. I didn't see that. It's pretty amazing. Oh my god, he's terrifying. Seriously, I expected him to start. Is that like what the Chandelabra? Uh, behind the chandelabra, behind, or, behind the behind, candelabra, yeah, or, uh, candelabra, uh, chandelabra, yeah, with uh, um, yeah, with Matt Damon and uh, 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 Michael Douglas, yeah. Um, it's I, and Rob Lowe plays this like doctor to the stars who specializes in plastic surgery and has had a lot of it himself. Uh huh. And it's, it's like, really amazing. Oh wow! I expected him to start like flicking the air with a forked tongue at some point. Like he just he full on looked like a like a serpent of some kind. That's he, impressive. It was re- he was creepy. Uh, he was unbelievably creepy. But I mean, he was great at that. But I I kind of like it when people will sort of grunge themselves up for for a role like that. Yeah. I oh. mean, and, and he was perfect for that role too. I mean, I I watched the movie. I mean, it's it's okay. Yeah, you know, it's all right. But he is he pretty really amazing good. in it. Yeah. Let me ask you this: since we're rating the hotness of Hollywood men, mm, apparently. Tell um, me. Yes. So, um, uh, so 
I mean, obviously, this guy's not the same. You know, he's not the dazzling, you know, golden boy that he was when he was 20 or whatever. Yeah. But um, how do you think uh, Brad Pitt's going to age overall? Mm, not good. You don't think so? No. Really? Is it, he's in his 50s now, isn't he? He just... He's I, like George Clooney age. Yeah, he's... He's always going to be Brad Pitt. He's always going to be good looking. But I think like he like how you were saying, taking care of yourself. Right. I don't believe that he will continue to take as good a physical care of himself. Plus, he's a very, very heavy smoker. And you can see it in his uh, pores. Like if you ever see a picture. 51. Yeah, if you see a picture of him when it's not all the glamour lights and everything. I mean, he has like very porous, uh, almost pocked skin that I don't think will probably age that pleasantly. Because it does. That does tend to wither you out after a yeah. while the smoke. Yeah. Yeah, so he seems a little like he's uh, like getting sucked out from the inside a little bit. We are all tempting fate right we now. We are yeah, such really. horrible people. We are all going to get flesh-eating disease or no. something like, by the end of the day. The- no, say, but like ultimately, they're George Clooney and, and you know Rob Lowe and Brad Pitt. They are they are doing just fine. I mean, yeah, not like they need my you know approval. To exactly. Be, you know, it's the, well, <laughs> I got the world's approval. I got this like um, I, I got this uh, uh, it was like two three weeks ago. I got this uh, uh, this audition thing, and it was you know re- audition request for blah blah blah, and it was the thing where like I film it at home and, and send it in and whatever, but. But it was – I should have brought it with me. But it literally um, – uh, they uh, something in the description, it was like you know the type that they're casting for. And it was one of those things that I assume was just sent to me mistakenly because there's no way that it was – I'll ask you, uh, you guys. So they said – so they said that they were um, – that they were casting for a blank type. And the blank type was one of the cast members of Friends. Joey. Ross. Wait, who's Matt LeBlanc? Joey. Joey. Yes. Okay. So that's, that's what they were casting for? So like, yes, which somehow got sent to me, <laughs> which like tells you that whoever they just hired at the casting agency like clearly is just hitting reply all or like send to everyone in a dress book because no. Uh, so that's, you know, and but but that like I realize I have no shot at, but um, and clearly like I didn't even get like a no. I just got like I just sent it off into the void and it just like went right, right to the <laughs> virtual incinerator or whatever, which by the way, that's uh, speaking of which by that same day was followed up by a failed hand model audition. I couldn't even get a call back on a hand model audition. You had a hand model audition? I had a hand model audition. For what? What are you modeling? Are you modeling like jewelry? Nothing, Sarah. I'm modeling (laughs) failure. I'm modeling my hand holding the remote control while the other one dabs the tears from my unemployed face. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was for because they just wanted you to take like a, uh, you know, take like a photograph or like an iPhone thing of your hands at home and like send them in. Weird. So... Which is, take, I think, a, take a picture of my hands. <laughs> How did you take a picture of your hands? Did you put them in front of your computer? You know, that proved a lot more difficult than <laughs> yeah. you think. Like, that's what, say, because you can't get both of them in. Well, have you ever had to do this? Or, like, do you ever no. have the home My hands audition? are hideous, so they, they, <laughs> that's never going to happen for me. I've got broken fingers and scars. And, well, you yeah. could be a before picture. I, I could do that. <laughs> that would be good. What went wrong? Cream. Yeah, I mean, I've got, like, a weird knobs and all kinds of crap. Yeah, you have some so, weird fingers. Yeah, but I have done the home auditions, just not for yeah, that. Yeah, and it's like the home audition is the thing where it's like, I, I, I guess I'm the only person in the world that like I'm like duct taping the camera to the wall, yes. you know. No, or, like, it's you know, such a pain in the ass <laughs> to do it. Huge pain in the ass. Because uh, I had to do one here in our green room uh, here at the studio. But the problem is I didn't have anything to balance because I did it with my laptop to balance right. it right. Right. So I think there's even a picture that Sarah took because I had to like put all these books in like like cushions and stuff to stack myself up just high enough and then balance it out. Just it right. Hilarious. It's a it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I really no, don't I, like doing it. I, I literally yep. was like, I ended up duct taping the iPhone to a yardstick, <laughs> which I then like. Did you make yeah. your own selfie stick? 
I, that's what that did is you know a selfie stick. Are, they those things do. I, yeah, oh, I, they exist. They, they're <laughs> things that people own. No, because I had to like do a thing where like I gestured or something with my hands, and so <laughs> it was you know, and so do you have the yardstick like clamped between your knees, just like trying to? Make it was like between your two sofa cushions, <laughs> but of course then I can't see if I'm in the goddamn shot or anything. <laughs> that's so, why you have to put to, a mirror behind it. You, so you have to put a mirror oh. to see if you're in the thing. Oh, see? Huh. All right. Yeah, see, that had never even occurred to me. Yeah, I wouldn't All think right. about that either. Yep. Well, there right. you guys go. So, You're welcome. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, people were asking, since there was a huge sporting event Okay, yesterday. yeah. But here's how I want to do this, though. Because we need to talk about it. We have to talk about it. This is the best thing ever. But I, we did check this before the show. Rick Emerson, not saying anything else, do you know the sporting event that happened yesterday? No, Greg. Okay. I don't. I think we should play a game where Rick has to guess what it is. But he, okay. But I mean, it wasn't the Super Bowl, right? It was not the Super Bowl. It was not the Super Bowl. Okay. But some may say that it was as big. It was no. It it wasn't as big. But it was a big. big It's right up there, though. Particularly, I cannot believe that you were able to avoid it. That's that's the surprising thing to me. I'm impressed with your bubble that you've built because that I couldn't avoid what was happening yesterday. I get. Here's the thing. I I think staying off Facebook. Like, if people are looking to, to just sort of disconnect for a while, yeah. the thing, because I have not been on Facebook since January 22nd, 2012. And so, <laughs> that the last day I did... The, so, attention everyone who keeps tagging Rick on oh, things. Yeah. Like, I just tagged you on something today. You're welcome. <laughs> Message me all you like. You're not going to hear back. Uh, the, literally, the last day I did, the day I did my very last show, I, I posted, I was like, thanks for listening, I, see ya, and like, that was it. Like, I haven't, which, you know... Uh, and, and so, but just by disconnecting from Facebook, I have found that I, for good or bad, am, you know, oblivious to like 85% of the things that people are sort of really talking about or that have happened in the world. But this sounds like it was outside of Facebook. It's outside outside of Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. No, but honestly for this year too, for 2015, I'm trying to, because Greg knows, I I don't understand Twitter, but I do use Facebook a lot. I'm trying to cut down on that too. Because I realize I'm like, I'm wasting time not living my life and instead looking at what other people are doing with them. Like, this is just a waste of time. What am I doing? FOMO fear. What's the FOMO? Oh, thing? I guess it's redundant, but they call it. It's it's a, a new phenomenon. They call it's F O M O. It's the fear of missing out, and it is the. Oh, oh no! But I don't want to do what they're doing. I want to go out and do my own well, thing. That, but that's the thing. It's well, that's but it's so. There's this. There's this thing that happens when you use. Uh, the more you use social media, it is the incorrect but deeply held belief that you alone have a boring or lackluster existence, and everyone else is living an exciting life that you can oh. only dream of. Oh, see, no, I think well, that's that true because everybody the... only posts like the good, amazing right. things. No that's one posts yeah. like had another day at home, sad and alone. Right. Like, yeah. Oh no, people post that. You just haven't been on Facebook oh, for a while. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. no, but I have the thing where like, I'm just like, why am I sitting here staring at the computer right. when I could be good for you? Doing it? Like, I'm trying to. I'm trying. Greg knows how addicted I am. No, you are very addicted. I know. To Facebook. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm weaning myself off of it. I'm addicted to Twitter and just like. News. I like like the rapid finding out news right away. That's I like, like a, that, that part. That's like a humble brag. Like I'm addicted to Twitter because I like to read the news. I, well, I, uh, I mean, but I think that's but I think that's true for a lot of people. I think that's because it's. I mean, not to get too off the point, but I mean, if you think about it, like you know, there's that whole Pavlov dog thing of you know you ring the bell and the dog salivates or whatever mm-hmm. for, for food. But if you think about it, we are all just training ourselves that. Every time your phone beeps, what do you do? You pick it up. Even if you don't interact with it as such, you pick it up to check to see what it is. Yeah. And if you do, if you do anything, any cause and effect, any call and response 
a hundred times a day for a month, guess what? That's an ingrained habit. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. If you, I mean, if, you know, if, it really is just one step above ringing a bell and getting a treat. I mean, if, the, you know, the bell on your phone rings, you pick it up and look at it. Mm-hmm. Bell, you know, if you do that over and over again, and so suddenly it does become a habit that is very, very, very difficult uh, to break. That's They, they have this thing. They, they have, actually have this product called the Kitchen Safe, which is um, – it's like a – sort of like a plastic cookie jar. But the thing is it has a time lock lid. And you can set it for up to 24 hours. And so, like, you can put cookies in it or your iPhone, let's say, and then you close it and set the timer. And guess what? You're not getting that thing out until the timer is is done. And so that is, you know, so that's the sort of thing I think that is going to be a big product in the future because people are going to recognize that because, you know, we no longer have the willpower. I don't mean to be a big lecture about it because I'm not Mm -hmm. like a Luddite. I don't hate technology or whatever. But I am really aware of the grip that technology of how many hours a day I spend looking at small glowing screens. Mm -hmm. And... You know, we don't have the self-control in most cases to just, uh, you know, to just get a hold of that ourselves. And so I think there's going to be a booming market in some external service or device or product or company that makes the decision for you. Like when you go on vacation to a resort that says, guess what? You won't get a Wi-Fi or cell signal here. Mm-hmm. End of story. Yeah. You know, where, where, you, where it's no longer even up to you. They just say, guess what? When you vacation here, it's going to be a week where no one can reach you even if you want them to. Yeah. And people will pay for that. So I would do that. That's be- why I go camping. Honestly, yeah. that's a big mm-hmm. – not why I go camping, but that's a big bonus of it is I can't get any reception yeah, up there. Just, so I'm like, well, fuck it. Can't cutting worry the about Gordian notch, being like, guess there's, what? You're, uh, you're disconnected for a week. Yep. And there's nothing I can do about it. So and, anyway, then so I, I get uh, comfortable with it. I am not on Facebook consciously. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm unaware of whatever the big game was. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm trying to think how we could do this. Whether to have Rick, guess he's not going to be able to figure it out because it wasn't something that this wasn't he the Bill Belichick thing, with. right? Because that's the. <laughs> so you brought that up before the show. That is such a more obscure thing to know. The Bill Belichick thing. I don't know. Is like, that this is the? I when you even... can't say Bill Belichick. I keep thinking of Bill Bellamy, and then I'm thinking of no, not Bill. It's Bellamy. exactly the Bill Bellamy <laughs> thing. <laughs> like this one's so obscure. I would Bill need to Bellamy. explain it to everyone what that is. <laughs> Actually, why don't you explain it? Are well, you- Greg, Bill Bellamy. <laughs> uh, Bill Bellamy. You said Bill- <laughs> Tell us about Bill Bellamy. <laughs> uh, I, so I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on this or anything, but uh, but uh, so Bill Belichick, who is the uh, the coach for the Patriots. Yes. Um, wow. Um, I am already blown away. So in his game against the Baltimore Ravens football squad. Yes. Uh, so he was doing this this um, this unusual offensive formation where at the last minute one of the offensive receivers was declaring himself ineligible uh which then and so because the defensive formation is made up in response to the offensive formation i don't know why i know any of this shit wow <laughs> i get i can't even tell if you're telling the truth or not i was like a football fan for about three years when i was a kid and so mm-hmm. i think it's all just in my head uh but the defensive squad obviously they make up their formation in response to the offensive formation but he basically basically he was just doing these seemingly random last minute changes to the offensive lineup and who was an eligible receiver forcing effectively the ravens to waste a defensive man covering a guy that it was pointless to even cover. And and more to the point, he was getting them confused and pissed off, which mm-hmm. is sort of great. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's kind of an asshole anyway, Bill yes. Belichick. And he's brilliant, but he's just a jackass. And, you know, and so anyway, there was, there was a bit of a uh, controversy about that because, oh. the, because mm-hmm. the Ravens were pissed off and their coaching staff was pissed off. But it was it was my favorite kind of thing. It was the thing that seems for all the world like it ought to have been illegal but wasn't. Yep. No, and he followed exactly what the rules said. Yeah. He was completely legal in doing it. You guys are – like, this is blowing my shady. mind. Shady. I mean, maybe uh, – but I mean, he followed the rule. That's it's the thing. It's unconventional. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it, people are, he's exploiting a loophole. So? When people say a loophole, here's what a loophole A loophole is another way of saying legal. Yep. 
If you don't, I mean, if you don't like it, you change it. But a loophole just means something is legal. That means yeah. you figured it out. And, and yeah. the other thing that was really – and here's, here's the reason why that was interesting to me um, is because it was also – it was uh, uh, it apparently had, by all accounts, had never been done before. Not, like he found a yeah. new thing to do in football strategy. I mean how many people can say like, hey, I did a football strategy that it's never been done before. Yeah. I mean that's kind of impressive. Well, and what he did, it'll force the league to adjust the rules now. They'll they'll have to change the rule book yeah. because of what he did. But this he's is just completely legal. I'm so, sorry, it's so strange I, to hear you guys I just, talking about I, this. I love people <laughs> that just that fuck with the program. Mm-hmm. I just that's I love people that's what he does. who just yeah. cause trouble. I, yeah. I am a, I am a sucker for troublemakers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, that is also one of the teams. Uh, I'm just gonna. Have so to this say is it not that we're not gonna be able to. Should, we, should I play the ball talk this... team? Uh, sure. Okay. All right sure. here. This is all we're going to talk about is this one thing. But. No, I'm just saying, like, you're lucky that you were able to avoid this because yesterday I couldn't go anywhere without seeing any reference to it. Not even As, on the internet. Like, I'll say walking this, down the street. In particular, this state. The state, yeah. The state that we live in of Oregon. It was a big day for Oregon sports. Well, so this must have been a. <laughs> you guys. This is. I don't even. I... No, please tell us what, you, what it is. Well, so there. <laughs> Sound like I'm speaking to it, like I'm a child. So there are beavers and ducks. True. I'm done. I'm at the end that of my. Was good. I, that was, was good. Does it involve were, one of those teams? Gr- it does involve one of those teams. Such a good job. And this is football. Yes. 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 Okay. I'm only guessing that based off the Ravens uh, Patriots <laughs> thing that it must be football season everywhere. <laughs> I mean, one of them won something. No, oh. but they were they were attempting to. That's good. That that's very close. I'm impressed. So the or, wait, and so the Beavers are. That's the team, Greg. Or that is Greg Oregon State, mm-hmm. correct? Which is the one that? Which is uh, uh, um, which is the one that just has the big O that they somehow trademarked? That's Oregon. That's, that's Oregon. Oregon Ducks. That's Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Oregon. Wait, so Oregon State University and the University of Oregon? Yes. Okay, so that's the Ducks. Yes. Was it them? Yes. yes. Hey. Yeah. But they didn't win anything. No. <laughs> well, how was that? A, isn't but, that? I mean, well, okay. I, I, you've done a great job. You did. You've great. done a great job. You did I'm just so going to take it from here. So sad. <laughs> so, yeah, but let, we'll leave it. Real to good job. Grading on a curve. <laughs> I, I'm impressed. I really am. <laughs> so, the University of Oregon Ducks were involved in the college football championship yesterday. So the the, the way like the, the championship, like the Super Bowl. I mean, not the, it's Super, the Super Bowl, Bowl but it's of the, college okay. football. Yeah, yeah, the Super okay. Bowl of college football. All right. So previous to this year, college football, the way they determined the two teams that played in the championship was through this random mathematical system called the BCS, where people would would vote on it, and then they had these ways of using this math system that honestly no one ever could understand. And then this computer would just spit out and say, "Here's your top two teams." They don't just do like a bracket. They thing? never did until this year. This okay. is the first time right. in the history. The first of time in history ever. Okay. First time in history yeah. ever. They have this. Now they have a panel of like 15 people, like Condoleezza Rice is on it and a bunch of other like uh, athletic administrators from different around the country and experts. They determine the top four teams and then those top four teams go into a playoff. So this was the first time that ever happened. Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice. I was waiting. I was wondering why you didn't mention Condoleezza <laughs> Rice is actually a huge football football fan. Like she, they, they brought up her name as possible commissioner of the NFL. Really? At one point. Yeah. Okay, that makes her even hotter. Yeah, I know, I know. So she, yeah, she's one of the people that's that's involved, and she's also a Stanford alum and like a huge football fan and all that stuff. So the these four teams that were chosen, Oregon was one of them. It was Oregon, Alabama, Florida State, Ohio State. 
were picked as the four, top four teams. Last week on uh, on New Year's Day, they played the the first round in which Oregon played Florida State and they they destroyed Florida State. They went up and and beat uh, like knocked out Florida State and won twenty nine games in a row. And Oregon beat them. So they basically won. They hadn't been beaten for. I'm going to say this in the way that been, I understand it because I don't sure. understand football. They basically played two seasons uh-huh. without ever losing a game, and this was the first game they lost in two years. So Oregon ended their the, Oregon this ended massive it. streak. This big yep. streak. Okay. They hadn't okay. lost, yeah. I think, since like 2012 or something. Okay. So Oregon advanced to the championship against Ohio State, and that's what was last night. It's the highest rated event that ESPN has ever had on their network. Wow. I just saw that the ratings were in. Now, is Oregon. Highest ever. Please forgive me, everybody mm-hmm. out there for asking. Now, is Oregon a good team? I mean, not just this year, but in general? Yes. Is it? Is it? It's not like some weird. It's a fancy Nike team. Uh, it's not a weird thing. It's not like some Hoosiers good. thing where like they suck no. and then like suddenly this year they're unstoppable. No, that would be no. like if Washington they... State University started doing well. Okay. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that would. Yeah, I'm saying that would. Yes, bottom would of the barrel. That. Yes, that would that would fall <laughs> into that. Yeah. Okay, Oregon is is yeah, they're a good team. Okay, they're generally right. very good, but this good only happens once in a while where they're up to this level. They've never won a championship, so last night was their shot at it. So this is like uh, this is like that first time the Seahawks made it to the Super Bowl. Yes, whatever. kind of. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but they didn't yeah, yeah. win or whatever. But they, yep. but they got because I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember like the, when I was a kid, the first time the Seahawks made it to the playoffs. Right, that was huge. Even the playoffs, yeah. and it was like New Year's, uh, you know, in, in <laughs> you know, in my in my house. So it's like okay, so this is. I didn't hear anything. I was, I'm surprised. I, yeah. I couldn't go anywhere. My mom watched the game last night. My mother, who never watches football, she's like, "Are you going to be watching the you know the Ducks and, and Buccaneers game?" I'm like. Y- yes, I am. All right. Why then. are you watching it, my mother? Yeah. It's because it's that because it, because it was such a big thing that everybody's wanted a playoff for years, and now they finally have it. All right. So yeah, I believe it was yeah the highest rated thing ESPN has ever aired is what I wow I saw that I saw that earlier. I'll have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's true. And um, and yeah, Oregon had a shot at getting a championship last night, but they they did not get it. Ohio State beat them. So that was, but that was the big game. Normally, That's what the big thing was like my the, the, the giveaway that there's some big sporting event happening is usually um, there's a guy who lives in the apartment building next to me who, during sporting events or you know just like any sort of holiday, will just stand on his balcony and go fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's normally like it's like a noontime whistle. Like <laughs> you can set your watch by it. Like you know, I know that there's somebody playing a ball game somewhere because that guy gets out on his you know stands out there shirtless and yells while holding a Heineken. <laughs> so I must have missed him yesterday. All right, well congratulations, yeah. I guess uh, Oregon. Sort of. They made it second to the championship. Is, second yeah, place that's is good. good. No, that's good. It's the. But as my old No Fear T-shirt said, second place is first loser. Well, I there is. I mean, in a way, it's weird when you think about it that like the way we view winners and losers because it's it's like the guy who you know it's like the guy who doesn't win the presidential election. Mm-hmm. We all just like the guy's a loser, you know. And yeah. it's like, well, you know, there's like 280 million people, and it came down to him and one other guy. Yeah, that's not. But a loss. yeah, but at the same you time, are you are still know, the loser. Yeah, you yeah. immediately. <laughs> yeah, because it's like because you're not ranking him against the other 280. You're ranking him against the guy who won. Just won, yep. yeah, against yeah. the yeah. other person. And you know, so and Ohio State won pretty handily yesterday. They they were a better team. So that's Ohio yeah. State is the. <laughs> Cornstalks. No. I don't know. That's not even a real team, probably. You were the, close to one, kind of. The Corn Huskers, Huskers are Nebraska. Oh, yeah. ah, oh wait. I was going to okay, I was gonna say the <gasps> wait, Huskers. Wait, what was it? It was the Ohio Buccaneers, right? No. No, that's something And it's else. Ohio State. There's a difference between Ohio wait, and Ohio State. Wait, this is who played State. yesterday, right? Yes, Ohio State. I know State. that they're a nut. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Buckeyes. Buckeyes. Okay. Buckeyes. And their, their mascot, I shit you not, Rick, is a giant nut. Really? It's yeah. a nut. 
Like that's what a buckeye is. It's a, it was a dancing. It's like nut. a tree. Yeah, it's like it's a nut. It was yeah. a dancing nut on the sideline. There's a duck and there's a nut, and they're both dancing on the side. I'm like, what am I watching? Okay, that's <laughs> that's a giant odd. dancing nut. Yes, that is. I mean, I guess not everybody can be the fighting banana slugs or whatever the hell Santa Cruz has, but I mean, still a dancing nut. A dancing nut. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about the other day? Actually, this is even before the. The, the the offensive the Patriots Ravens thing. I was thinking about how goddamn cool it is that Baltimore's team is the Ravens. Yeah, that's yeah. because that's an Edgar Allan Poe reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that what is, it is. I believe that is the only uh, professional sports franchise to use a literary reference for yeah. their mascot. So well done. Mm. So the only one I can think of anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm trying to think if there. anything else. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, there. So Rick, if you want to see. That's Brutus the Buckeye. That's Brutus the the Buckeye nut. He doesn't look like a nut. He looks like that thing from where the wild things are. He does kind so of. A buckeye, looks like James Gandolfini's Wild Thing character. A buckeye is a tree. Maybe I'm confusing what a buckeye is. I'm, no, it's I heard a, people... It's a tree, yeah, but I think that's that's the nut. I okay. wasn't aware that there would be botany. Yes, it's a seed. <laughs> is it, wait, no, I thought a seed and a nut were the same thing. Are a seed and a seed uh, It's a nut-like, nut actually. It's a nut-like seed. Nut-like seed. You're a nut-like seed, Greg. <laughs> I... What do you mean a nut-like seed? This is what... Well, this is, is Wikipedia, a, so clearly this is the end-all-be-all. Did all someone be just all. get on there and they're just like, all right, it's, we can't determine if it's a nut or a seed. It's going to be all a nut-like seed. All parts of the buckeye or horse chestnut tree... A horse are, chestnut is... I thought that was something else. Yeah, that, that could be. I thought that was... What's well, extremely is this toxic. Is like the snapper thing you were talking about earlier? I No. Well, I... Okay, so like what... Okay, so like peanuts. Well, first okay, of there's, all... there's a buckeye. That's what a buckeye looks like. If it, for, I know this is... Okay, I know. For anybody who's not in the live chat right now, but it looks kind of like a like an acorn-ish. Now, or, okay, because there's a cookie called a buckeye that looks a lot like that. So I'm assuming that the cookie is just made to look like the actual nut. I think that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so let me ask you this. So about nuts. So peanuts. So they grow not on a bush, right? It's like, is it underground or something? Yes. They're underground. They're underground. So the, like when you go it's a buy. legume. See, but I don't know that. Well, whatever. Right? And so, the, but, but so, like when you buy peanuts, peanuts and they're like in the shell or whatever, so yeah. you like crack open the shell and there's the two peanuts inside. Are those things the seed, like to plant more? I like, don't think so because like, don't they you... grow on stalks? <laughs> what stalks underground? Oh my god! No, they yeah. don't grow on. But I mean, but this the, are is those like the dumbest thing ever? But are those what you plant to get more? Pe- like, what do you plant to get? I peanuts? guess you plant the peanuts. Yeah, you'd plant that. Okay, just like the avocado, you plant the pit. Right, but that's. Okay. All right, so people are saying yes with okay. no explanation, so let's just take that. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Everyone's just like, yes. Well, that's how I arrived at it. I'm just, sure. There was no dissenting voice in my head. I never thought about planting a peanut would make a peanut There's plant. all kinds of things that, like, I don't know how they grow. So and underground, do they grow in, like... They grow underground. They in, do they grow individually, or do they grow on, like, in bushels? Like, is there, does one peanut, like, make one peanut? No, I think you'd have multiple peanuts from the plant. Yeah. It's not like a one one thing. I don't I don't really. That'd be like an apple tree that only grows one apple. And do you see them above ground? Like how do you know? Are they like carrots? Where like part of it is above ground, but then the rest of it is below. Yeah. How do you like you that. can see like half the peanut? And know. you need to have the full peanut because you know how when you get the peanuts, there are basically four parts of the peanut in the inside. Does it have to be the full one, or can it be half of the peanut? That's a good question. Half I don't of know the, the half. answer to that. Yeah. <sighs> oh, it is. All right. Uh, our friend Denise just posted a picture of a peanut tree. <laughs> Wait, so there is a plant a above ground. It's there's a plant, a... I think. There's All no right. peanut tree. So I think the pods, is... no. So the pod is formed below the ground. It contains two seeds that are peanuts. So those are inside of okay. the peanut thing. Right. There's the ground uh, ground line. There's taproot. 
Okay, so why? Here's the thing I understand. Why are some things seeds and some things are not seeds? You know what I mean? Like, there's like okay. what wouldn't be a well. So, like, uh, what the hell are they called? There's um, pumpkin seeds. Uh, you can buy pumpkin seeds, but they're not called pumpkin seeds. They don't. They don't call them pumpkin seeds. They're, what they're are they called. called? Uh, I thought they were called pumpkin seeds. I forget. I forget the actual phrase. Um, uh, somebody should. You should Google. Uh, Google pumpkin seeds. <laughs> See what they're actually. Uh, People are quoting our genius uh, Rick Rutherford, our friend in the chat. Said, "Does one peanut make one peanut?" Sarah Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. <laughs> I don't. I have no. I don't. Uh, pumpkin seeds. Okay, I'm not seeing another t- term for. Nah, pumpkin maybe seeds. it's not pumpkin seeds. It doesn't really matter. The point is that uh, pepita, like, like pepitas. That's the thing. Okay, they're called pepitas. I think that's just the Spanish word. <laughs> okay, but so it's yeah, a Spanish word for pumpkin. Wait, so you got seed. confused that it wasn't a pumpkin seed because you were accidentally looking up the well, Spanish no, word for the pumpkin seeds. Somebody was like eating a bag of. They're like, I'm pepitas? like, what are those? Like, oh, I'm eating a bag of pepitas. And I'm like, what? Like, what are pepitas? Like pumpkin seeds. I'm like, well, why aren't they? Why aren't they called pumpkin seeds? Why aren't they seeds? just called pumpkin seeds? I mean, I understand the, the need to rename certain things that have unpleasant names. Like, for example, there's um, huckleberries, which are actually called um, – this is actually not unpleasant so much. It is funny. Huckleberries, I think it is – they're called hortleberries. That sounds like something magical out of Harry Potter. Yeah. Hort- hortleberries. Hortleberry is like a fantastic word. I think we ought to start bringing that back. Yeah. On the other hand, I understand why we say canola instead of rapeseed because, you know. Yeah, uh, that's slightly yeah. more pleasant. So anyway, so pepitas are really pumpkin seeds. This has really just become the strangest show. I'm oh sorry. I feel like God. I've just this taken amazing. this totally off the. Nope, uh, this I had is no perfect. idea they were called pepitas. Okay, now I know that. No, now we're all learning and unlearning. <laughs> is that what you call this? <laughs> I don't even learn. remember where we were going with anything. At we're this gaining point. and losing knowledge yeah. at an equal rate. So I think we started much. with the game, then went to nuts, then went to yeah. peanuts, then went to seeds, then went Jesus. to pepitas. Oh yeah, so yeah, Oregon against the Buckeyes. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes won the championship. They win, which is why if you're around town, especially in the state of Oregon today, everybody got really excited about the fact that Oregon was in this game. I'll say if they had won yesterday, it probably would have been the second biggest win by any team from the state of Oregon ever. The only other bigger one would have been the Blazers winning the championship in 77. Just let me know when I get to riot. That's I'm just waiting for that. Just well, they did riot in uh, Ohio. Oh, well that done. That did happen. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio, they had to put out tear gas. Oh, I forgot there were riots last night. They would have been all rioted out by now. I know. Oh, yeah. No, no. No, they, they're still they going. They do it there. There's always energy for more riots. <laughs> riot cops used tear gas on Columbus crowds after Ohio State win. Yeah, they, they went out, rioted, and burned a bunch of shit or something. Which is always weird to me. You, like, you won... It seems like you're going to go to the other town and burn their town. Something. It makes no sense, but that's what they did. Like, you lost. We get to come burn down all your buildings now. They did. There was another post, though, that would follow that up. Like, Eugene remains very quiet after the win. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing happened. (laughs) So, so, uh, with that, yeah, if you see some some Oregon fans, we'll be very sad today because it would it would have been a very big deal. But now, yeah, okay, all right. Now, yeah. well, now I can feign knowledge if it gets brought up. Like if I'm yep. at a cocktail party later and somebody mentions this, I can sort of. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> you know what a Buckeye is? <laughs> Let me tell you about peanut shrubs. <laughs> all right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oops. Oh, Greg's computer just yeah. decided to start Uh-oh. talking. Uh oh. No, nope, that was uh, ESPN telling me some things. All right, I think that that was a that was a show. <laughs> that was an amazing show. So, is a peanut a legume? Then, did we oh that my part god! Out? I I want to say that that's a thing we all call a legume, but it's not really. 
I think like here's the thing. So I read this. Uh, I was reading this article the other day about like what like a what's a fruit and what's a vegetable. Did I tell you guys about this? I was at the Mayo Clinic website for some reason. <gasps> yeah, you did. And like a tomato is a fruit, but yeah, like a- and it was, oh, yeah, there was a big okay. debate about is a tomato a fruit? And really, the answer was like it's so long and complicated and has so many exceptions that there's no point in trying to figure it all out. But essentially, like you know, fruits are this and tomatoes are this. Is and- it like the sometimes why? Yeah, of- <laughs> but it was like even more. It was like there's really like 17 different exceptions, and you know, and then also like the Department of Agriculture classifies them as one thing. But the you know like whatever you know like the import export department classifies them as something else. And but that was like when a guy then re- a guy then responded on the on the Mayo Clinic message board just saying you are a know nothing cunt. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <that's- laughs> Which, you know, to his credit, he drew a line in the sand. He really did <laughs> like, not agree. I demand clarity right to this argument right now. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what somebody ought to invent? Hmm. Somebody ought to invent a little squid-shaped cracker called Cheese Krakens. Cheese Krakens. You know, and it would be sort of a, you know, like a... You know, sort of a thing. You know, like a like a little snack food that looks like a mythical creature. Yeah. Uh, I think, cheese yeah. Krakens. Yeah, cheese, cheese Krakens. Yeah, whatever. They sound delicious. Yeah, I'm trying to think how that would work. So if you'd like to get a hold of Rick Emerson, you can't because he's nowhere on the internet. Enjoy that feeling. Hold on to it. See, and we wonder why everyone always asks us about you. It's because nobody can get a hold of you. Keep waiting for that Facebook email reply. He'll get back to you any day now. Do them all once over a long weekend. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio oh, at gmail.com. My face hurts. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. <laughs> Thank you to Landmark Saloon for helping us have these conversations today. Uh, Landmark Saloon, fine yes. sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Does your face hurt, especially around the eyes where you may have yeah, added my some crow's ointment feet, they're getting, early in the year? <laughs> they're getting a little deep. The richers yeah. are getting deeper. <laughs> my uh, hair is getting grayer. Landmarks at 4847 Southeast Division. Landmark Saloon, it's awesome. You can even hang outside uh, during the winter, even though it's freezing outside. They have this amazing heated patio. It is. Great food, music every night. Um, Great place to watch the Blazer games. Cheap beer. You can get a Rainier for two bucks. Great place to hear music, good food. It's it's just awesome all around. Landmark Saloon. And they sponsor Fun Employment Radio, 4847 Southeast Division. Yeah, when you go there, uh, please let the bartenders know that you heard about them from us. That would yeah. be awesome. Yes, that awesome. would be cool. And uh, I should say that, uh, what is today, Tuesday? Today's 13th? Tuesday, January 13th. Uh, yes. So I'll be on uh, AM Northwest on K2 tomorrow. That is uh, Wednesday the 14th. Ooh, uh, nice. Sometime in the 9 o'clock hour uh, uh, with Dave and Helen. So that'll be uh, tomorrow, uh, Wednesday the 14th on AM Northwest on K2. Awesome. Good thing you got those choppers fixed. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, i got to make it through the day without maiming myself. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, I feel uh, more confused after today's show, but I feel better about my I snapping I feel wonderfully fingers, so. confused. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rick. See ya. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. I got my... You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.